0: Hey, what's going on, Los Angeles? What is up? Welcome to the Rams Skinny here on the LA Football Network, live on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Thank you all for making us a part of your day, as always, and for joining us on the Rams Skinny here. If you're on YouTube, make sure to please hit that like and subscribe button. Certainly helps us out a lot. If you're on the website, lafnetwork.com, thank you for hanging out there. Podcasts, Apple, Spotify, wherever you are, hit that subscribe button. And if you're on radio, Thanks, as always, for turning that dial to 1090 and uh, listening to the two Ryans talking Rams on your commute. And speaking of the two Ryans, we are a full country apart from C to signing sea tonight, separated by the vast lands of this great country. My main man, Ryan the Skinny T. Anderson, down in L.A. I am east side Three-hour time difference is still getting me all weird. Uh, Game times here start so late, but I'm in Baltimore uh, for a quick trip visiting family. So, uh, But hey, the beauty of technology, we can do this and talk about our beloved Rams. But Skinny T, my man, how are we doing?
1: Uh, Ryan, I am like a kid on Christmas morning, literally. I've got uh, wrapping paper and and boxes here because I'm sure our podcast listeners can tell uh, by the sound of my voice is uh, I got a new microphone for Christmas from... Ryan DiRude himself, and uh, I'm super excited uh so hopefully uh my my dulcet tones are a little bit more even more dulcet than uh, than normal <laughs> uh coming at you so yeah uh fantastic uh how's the weather out there is it's it's beautiful in l a of course but uh, how's uh how's baltimore
0: uh it's cold, sunny but cold well, now it's dark since it's already seven o'clock here or whatever. Um, but no, it's like a, you know, a balmy 28 degrees I think it was today or, or something like that. But, but it's kind of, I, I joke cause we, everyone we've met, they're like, Oh, where are you from in LA? And everyone talks about the weather immediately. And, um, I'm always like, yeah, but it's nice to get like a week of cold weather, you know, bundle up, put the scarf on, put the beanie on, wear your nice Pico cruise around outside. And then, you know, after a week, then I, I like to get back to the nice LA weather, but, um, I'm hoping we get some snow. We're actually going to New York city tomorrow. And then in three days we're gonna go out to Denver to see my folks before coming back to LA uh, Christmas Eve. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we get some snow on this trip. We'll see. But how is it? Is it nice and and warm, or is it like a, an LA winter right now?
1: It's an LA winter day for sure. There's definitely a chill in the air. Wore my uh, my uh, padded uh, running jacket this morning on my jog. Ooh. So uh, <laughs> had, had to, yeah, and a beanie. So you know it's beanie season in, in LA. Okay, I guess.
0: yeah, busted that out the padded jacket. I saw some. Uh, we were at a store today, and I saw some uh, heated um, slippers. Never seen that before. Seems a bit unsafe, but also seems delightful. So, um does sound kind of nice. But anyway, uh, happy to be talking Rams football with you all. Uh, at the time of this recording, it's Thursday. The Chargers, our other LA team, kick off here in about an hour and a half, which is, I don't know how people do it out here, Skinny. Like I don't know how you can start a game at 8.30. Or, or last night, we were hanging out, and uh, I was getting ready for bed at 10 o'clock. And that was when like the Kings puck dropped in L.A. I was like 10 p.m. start time. Like, I don't know how people do it out here in the East Coast. We got to it easy out there it, on West Coast times.
1: It's one of my favorite things about Sundays during football season is you wake up, you know, you watch meet the press, maybe uh, make a, cop, a cup <laughs> of coffee, you know, and then and then it's football at 10 o'clock and then, you know, 830. You know the the sunday night game is over so yeah you, you know it's just a nice civilized way you get to bed and you know ready for work and on monday morning so it's it's literally one of my favorite things about living in in california i've been out here for since '08, so yeah. uh, uh you know i'm, I'm definitely at california now but better than the the central time kickoff of of noon for sure
0: yeah and then the one for east yeah we definitely have the best time zone and um, I, I'm guessing skinny that probably 80% of our audience has no idea what meet the press is, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, neither, neither here nor there. Um,
1: I'm just yes, showing okay. my old man this even more. Okay, that's
0: good. That's great. Yeah. You break out the newspaper. I'm sure you still get delivered to you every Sunday morning. I subscribe um, to
1: sports illustrated, not the newspaper though.
0: Okay. So yeah, you get that. Dude, I was at the, the airport the other day when I flew out here and you know that one of my favorite things growing up, And we'll get to Rams, I promise you, right after this. But one of my favorite things growing up was when you go to get on uh, a plane, go to like the newsstand in the airport and like pick out like your magazine for the plane ride. Like I used to get like, um, uh, what was it? The surfing mag. Uh, I used to get a skateboarding mag and I would get like Sports Illustrated or like uh, there was always a fantasy football magazine. I get I get like those four rotate between. And this um, press stand I went to at LAX, not a single sports newspaper. So I don't know if that was they – didn't buy any or just all the old sports newspapers are just less and less and less and less and, less and all digital now but not one
1: that's that's a real shame because that's a great thing you can you know you get all you know that all that selection and and yeah it's that's un, it's just unfortunate that print has has died in the way it has and uh yeah man <laughs> it's it really yeah. it really bums me out
0: I still what's sad is I still bring a book every time I travel. So I got the um I just bought the new what killer killer of the the movie just came out. Killer oh, of Killers the Flower, Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. I bought the book. I haven't seen the movie yet with Leo. I'm gonna see that soon, but I bought the book, wanna read it. And I always do this though. I bring a book with me on a trip and then I end up reading a different book just on my phone because it doesn't up being too much of a hassle to get out of my bag on the plane. <laughs> So I was reading Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights on my phone instead. But anyway, um, which is also a phenomenal book. Shout out Matthew McConaughey if you haven't read it yet. Green Lights, check that out. All right, all right, all right. There it is. Since we're we're sponsoring and doing free press anyway, real quickly, let's talk about Underdog Fantasy, our friends and sponsor of the Rams Skinny. Head to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app on the Google Play or Apple App Store. Download put in a deposit minimum of $10, use our promo code Rams, L-A-F-B. That's all one word Rams, L-A-F-B. It's going to give you a welcome bonus deposit up to a hundred dollars, put in a hundred bucks, you get three hundred to play with. If you do it today, you have all the weekends games to play with. You pick two to five players in the pick them, choose the over under, and that's how easy it is to win. It's a lot of fun. Makes the less exciting games, more interesting. It, uh, obviously everyone's interested in this Rams game, but Hey, at a, A six and a half point favorite, a commander's team that is not fun to watch. It can make it even more enticing at underdog fantasy. Use promo code RamsLFB. Tell them the guys at the Rams Skinny sent you. Do it. Helps us out too. And hopefully you can have some fun and win some money as well. Skinny. Six and a half point favorites. The four and nine commanders. Make sure I say their record correctly. Four and nine commanders come to LA to face our six and seven Rams as we always do each show thousand foot view. What are you looking for in this game? Which is obviously a must win, not only because the Rams need it to keep their season alive and playoff hopes alive, but the Rams are frankly just a better football team. So they need to prove that and go out and, and kind of dominate. So what are you looking for in this one uh, at the start?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, you go back a couple weeks to that Cardinals game. Uh, it should look a lot like that. You know, I think you run up the score early uh, you, you settle you settle it, and uh then then you kind of rest on your loyals for the rest of the game and uh just take that w home in a nice easy fashion uh you know last two weeks they're playing the number one and number two defenses in the league uh this week, not so much the case this is one of the one of the worst defenses in the league right mm-hmm. now, obviously they got rid of chase Young and montez sweat um can you and believe the
0: defensive it? coordinator? <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh yeah, and uh could you believe that they had uh um, Jared Allen and, and Montez Sweat and Chase Young on this on this team at one point? Wow, I mean what a what a change in just uh, in just a year or in just le- in less than a even less than a yeah. season. Um just incredible. Um so that's you know that's it's it's the easiest one to pick out because it's just run up the score in the first half and and just maintain that lead. Uh you know, we want to see we want to see this defense play. Um, as good as they have been playing uh, the Rams defense that is um, throughout the rest of the year because uh, Washington can well I'll say that I was going to say put up some points but they can they can uh, move the ball around the field they can move the move the chains Mm -hmm. and and pick up yardage but they haven't been able to score many points but you know Sam Howell's been putting up 300 yard games you know six seven times this season so you know you just got to keep that in check so what what are your thoughts
0: Yeah. I mean, quickly back to the, you know, Montez Sweat and Chase Young, interesting moves. Like I get, they're not a good football team. I get that they're kind of in flux and need to kind of go into the mindset of a rebuild per se. But to me trading those two assets tells me that they do not believe Sam Howell is their quarterback of the future, which, you know, on the outside looking in probably not a lot of people, but I know some people think he's played well. I think they've said they, they trust and believe in him, but I mean, why would you trade your cornerstone of the defensive line unless you needed ammo to make sure you get your new quarterback of the future of the draft? I get you need other pieces and other parts, and maybe I'm completely off on this, so please, I'll I'll toss it back to you first. But to me, it's it's them saying like, yeah, we need to make sure we are going and doing everything we can to get the quarterback of the future. So we're going to free up cap space. We're going to get draft assets to do that because if it's Sam Howell, I mean, he's a cheap option right now. Why trade? your two not just your your two best players but arguably top 10 pass rushers in all of football
1: yeah no you're you're absolutely right about that and and you think about rebuilding teams this is a rebuilding organization new ownership yeah. uh they're probably gonna have a new coach uh next season um you know you know we were talking about corrections which i just realized i did make a mistake i said jared allen rather than jonathan allen uh, mm. so apologies to any uh commanders fans out here you know out there listening um you know they might have a new, they might even have a new name. Uh, you know they're gonna have a new coach. Again. They might have a new, <laughs> new, new stadium coming up. You know, like this, this, this organization is just in flux right now. And yeah. um, you know we we were talking before we on our previous show uh, we flubbed the 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 record of of the Ravens and Ravens fans weren't too all happy about that. This is an instance where I think this Commanders team wants fewer wins. They're gonna have all the, they're gonna have a new stadium, new coach, new ownership. You know maybe a shiny new Caleb Williams to go on there or Drake May to go on that uh, yeah but um yeah so i I think you know this is there's gonna be a lot of changes uh, coming up for for this team and uh it, and it needs to happen they've just been they've been a bottom franchise for such a long time, so I think they're heading in the right direction. I wouldn't mind a name change, you know, I like the commodores just you know you just gotta change up a few of the few few letters there, you can change it to the commodores. <laughs>
0: i still liked like when they were the the football team i know it was a joke at first but if they would have really leaned into like the the soccer mantra and just been like the washington football club like i thought that was cool and have the sigma like that they could be different from kind of all the nfl teams as being the nation's team um and i think after the the joke in the first year of being the football team everyone did kind of start to like it a little bit it kind yeah. of rubbed off and then commanders isn't bad i mean it's it's not like a, it's not like a definitely the worst professional sports team we've seen as of late. Um, but yeah, I thought that was fun. But anyway, yeah, so much going on with them. You know, it's it's such an interesting team as we kind of tie this back into, you know, playing our Rams because there's been that I I can think of, and I'm kind of looking through their schedule too, but three games where they really just got absolutely blown out. Two of them happened to be their last two against the Cowboys and Dolphins. And then one was all the way back uh, in week Five or six against Buffalo, but outside of that, for the most part, they've actually been very competitive and in most of their games and battled and and showed some resiliency. And so that's what I don't want to happen in this Rams one because the Rams, similarly, six and seven, they've you know all seven losses outside of the Cowboys one that I can think of, they've pretty much been in all of them, been competitive. But all six of their wins, outside of maybe the two Cardinal ones, and correct me if I'm forgetting one, but have been pretty hard-fought games. So the, the other four wins, obviously the Browns one ended up bigger, but that was pretty close up until kind of they blew it open with 10 minutes remaining in the fourth. So for me, I don't want to see the Rams let Washington hang around all game. So going back to kind of big picture, and then we can dive in farther. But I don't want to see them let Washington kind of you know go tit for tat with them and have it be this kind of – Hard-fought game, and it's going to take something happening deep in the fourth quarter for them to pull away. Like this is a game now where if they want to continue that pedigree of being a playoff-caliber team, which we both think they are—I know they're six and seven—but we we believe this is a playoff-caliber team, especially in the NFC. That I want to see them really put this game away early. And you know, obviously, they're going to Washington it's still an NFL franchise; they're still going to do something. It's not like this is going to be a forty-eight to nothing game. But I love to see this at halftime to be comfortably in the Rams hands. Not, again, not a great it could be 21 to 7, but just I don't want it to be like 13 to 10 or or them losing, you know, 14 to 13 or something like. I want them to have a, you know, double digit lead going into the half. That's kind of what I'm looking for. Big picture
1: yeah uh and you know there's there's a couple things that play it there. This is kind of it has a makings of a trap game just because of how emotional the last game was uh how they lost, how hard they fought it um you know maybe they're looking forward maybe they're underestimating uh the the commanders as an opponent um you know and then and then you know you got the the other side of that which is are you playing to the level of your competition you know yeah. um you know, like you, you, you see it every year. Well, you know, this team's, you know, got so many wins and then, you know, they just, uh, you know, they're never able to really boat race a team. And so, you know, I think the coaching staff is better than that, but then you look at just kind of the inexperience that we've, we've talked about all year, just young players, you know, are they, are they ready for this kind of game? Are they ready to just kind of, you know, put the pedal to the metal and just, uh, you know, let it fly. And, uh, you know, not, not played down, not play down to this team. Um, so the, yeah, those are just kind of, you know, a little deeper thoughts on that. Um, do you think it could be trap game or do you think this, the playoff run is, um, going to keep them focused enough?
0: Oh, I think it's definitely has the makings of a trap game for sure. Uh, I think they'll, we'll give our predictions later. I think they'll get the job done, but but yeah, I mean, you you alluded to it, right? Like when you're a young team that's hungry, like you get up for the big games. Like you're like, okay, we're playing the Niners. This is right. We're playing the whoever it may be. Like we'll get up. We played the Ravens last week. Like this is a big game in Baltimore on the road against a ten and three football team or nine and three at the time. Um, and but this is a game. Like okay, you know, we come off a tough loss. We still got playoff hopes, but whatever. It's the four nine Commanders. Like like this could totally be a trap game if if, if for the inexperience of these young players. So it's going to take your veteran leadership of Stafford and Cooper cup and Aaron Donald and Ernest Jones now, and Jordan Fuller to really keep these guys like, Hey, a, we need to treat every game the same. Like every game is a get up game, especially now this season as every game is kind of a must win. If we truly want to make the playoffs sitting here with seven losses and B, this is how the NFL is. I mean, it's not college anymore where you get an Alabama gets to play a, a a terrible what Chattanooga state in November. Like it doesn't happen in the pros. Yeah. The commanders right now might be the Chattanooga state of the NFL, but I can tell you they're a hell of a lot better than Chattanooga state in terms of five-star prospects. Because even if you trade your two plus players, you still have four stars right behind them in the NFL. And so you have to have that mentality week in and week out, getting up for every single game or else you'll get your doors blown off by you by a Washington Commanders team. You'll, you'll embarrass yourself. So I believe this Rams team is too well coached to let that happen but it's certainly with the inexperience and with the youth on this team, it's something to watch for. And if they start slow skinny T like we've seen before, and they are close at halftime, that's where either I'm worried or that's where we'll see the vets at halftime say, okay, guys, come on. Time to pull your, you know, what out of, you know, where, and let's get this (laughs) thing going.
1: Yeah. um, And you know, last week we saw Baltimore kind of change up their game plan and we saw, uh Lamar Jackson challenging those that young secondary um over and over again throwing deep passes one of his one of the highest of of his um number of passes he's ever passed in his entire career and going deep you know I can see you know I think of Sam Howell as kind of a, a diet uh Josh Allen kind of a player where he's got some he's got some wheels he can you know he's a big dude that can do that, but he's also got a bit of an arm on him and hes and he's a bit more of a gunslinger um where he's he's willing to chuck it downfield a bit um and so if if that kind of thing starts happening and and he's able to connect with some of his some of his talented receivers that's you know mm-hmm. we haven't mentioned that yet but they they have talent there this this talent hasn't reached its potential this season, but you know that that's when you can find the rams can find themselves in trouble. Now I don't think that's going to happen. I think that uh, Kobe Turner and Aaron Donald up front are just on this fantastic uh, few games where they're just they just seem to be clicking and firing on all cylinders. You know, but we we've seen Byron Young kind of regress a bit. Still playing well, but he's not mm-hmm. we're not seeing the sacks and the production and the and the pressures that we saw earlier in the season. And Michael Hoyt is is as good as Michael Hoyt is gonna be, and and that's a that's a that's another conversation that we've had several times, I guess. But uh Yeah. Um, but you know, so I don't, I don't anticipate that happening, but there is that potential out there. And I think this, I, 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 you know, this team looked frisky earlier and they just haven't, they just haven't lately. And, and, you know, they, they're able to put up those yards and if they can convert yards into, uh, into points, then they can, they can turn this into an actual game. And maybe that's why they're only six and a half point favorites, which I think is just incredible at home. Six and a half point favorites, you know, and they're they're. it's funny that they're only separated by what two games, but like they just, it just feels like they're, well, they're, they're going in opposite directions is what it is, I guess.
0: That's when you say like that, that's weird. Yeah. They're only separated by two games. Like it just feels like this Rams team is so much better and trending on the up and they're on the down. But yeah, the Rams are six and seven. I mean, they're like, in terms of record, not much better. Now, obviously we believe they are a much better team and um yeah I always I always likened Sam Howell to Baker Mayfield that's like what I saw that's in a better music, body size yeah. um no he definitely has some Josh Allen to him you're right but I just saw it mainly because they're both exactly one. they they're like the exact same weight they like look the same the way they like walk and strut and Sam Howell has that kind of cockiness to him a little bit but that's what you got to watch for right is those Baker Mayfield like quarterbacks that can absolutely throw you out of a game but they also are just gutsy enough, just cocky enough to make those plays where you're like, oh boy, here we go. Like they just made that play. Like that's the Sam Howell where He can have a game where he throws for 170 yards and three picks. And he can have a game where he throws for 380 and four touchdowns. And you're like, where did that come from? It's just that inconsistency. And that better not happen against this Rams team. I don't think it will happen. And so what I want to do now is get into a few key matchups quickly. If you're on radio, I know it was fast. I know you love listening to this show most during our LA football segment from five to seven, but we're out of time. we got to take a break. We'll have the Chargers guys on next, breaking down this Chargers and Raiders game that just took place Thursday, Thursday night. So thanks for hanging out for us for the Race of the Rams skinny. Head over to lafootballnetwork.com or the Rams LAFB YouTube page. So, final kind of thoughts here Let's do a couple of key matchups, and then we can do our score predictions. Um, I thought our offensive line, the Rams offensive line overall, overall played pretty well against Baltimore stout front. Um, even with, you had to slide some guys in there. So what is your, obviously they don't have the premier guys anymore, Montez sweat and chase young, um, but still have some, still have good players. I mean, that defensive front was so good with those two guys. That's why I just don't understand getting rid of those two. And I just don't really fully understand that, but that's a different story. So how do you feel about that matchup of the trenches since we're becoming a grit team? We're getting away from the glitz and glamour, becoming the grit of L.A.? So let's start with that. Your thoughts on the trenches matchup.
1: I think the uh, offensive line has a rebound game. Uh, You know, they've kind of, uh, you know, they struggled against, you know, the best you know so that that's going to happen they gave up lots of pressures and i i don't think that's going to be as big of an issue uh you know i kind of i was digging around trying to figure out what it is that this this washington there's always something that a team does exceptionally even if they're not terribly doing terribly well and the one thing and i'll 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 phrase it like the the key matchup that we should be what you got to watch out for is yeah we're going to say the rams offense against third the third down defense um, mm-hmm. that's the key matchup we have to watch. Um, the, you know, you look at the Rams and it's like, really, they're the ones that can beat themselves in this game. That's the only way they're going to lose this game is if they beat themselves. And third mm-hmm. down has been suspect, uh, from time to time in this year, uh, in the year. And if they can get them to that point, um, and you know, you know, we see it with, you know, delay of game calls and just drop passes and, you know, silly play calling and, you know, all sorts of things. So that's, that's a key matchup to watch there is it on third down. Can the, can the commander's defense shut it, you know, clamp down. And then, you know, are the Rams going to make those kind of mistakes that they've been prone to this year?
0: Yeah. Yeah. that'll be something to watch for sure. And, and we'll see how these offensive linemen respond to overall, I think played well this season. And if they can just keep that consistency and continuity up front, um, they've looked pretty good. So um, Matthew Stafford, we've talked a lot, has played great, I think, all year. Um, I mean, the dude can just make every throw. He's, he's fun to watch still at this age. Some of the throws he makes and some of the the risks he takes, I think, are, you know, in this season, it's worth taking. Like, it's like, this is the season to try those and and have some fun and sometimes need it because of just the lack of, of I don't want to say lack of talent, but the lack of, um, I guess, playmakers in terms of number of years played kind of say so it's like hey, I just need to throw these guys open and let them go make a play afterwards um so aside from him you know we the great Cooper Cup Pukunuku obviously Tutu Atwell Kyron Williams like who of these playmakers are you hoping to see kind of have another great game is it a collection of all again like we kind of saw against Baltimore that which was I think Cooper Cup obviously had his big coming out game again which we talked about pregame, that was what we were hoping for um but overall i think puka nakua still did what 80 plus yards kyron williams had 100 plus yards so there was good we saw davis allen kind of have his coming out party as a rookie tight end so are you honing in on one guy again or is this going to be another kind of collective unit type of game
1: you know it's something that i've been saying kind of all year, Is i want to see that i, I just want to see a cooper cup puka nakua just dominant performance where the two of them just kind of uh you know just you know push people's faces in the dirt, uh, metaphorically speaking, just, just, you know, just dominate. That's, that's what I would love to see just because there's two such great receivers and that would, that would be such an interesting roadmap to see like just how great, you know, going back to just having like Robert Woods and Cooper cup, you know, yeah. the, when those twos were, two guys were, were just clicking, clicking like that. Um, you know i'm interested to see you know what another game with demarcus robinson is like if he plays mm-hmm. you know we i'm not sure where Tutu that well is in the concussion protocol but um you know the it, there's a there's a longer diatribe about you know how McVeigh keeps all the same receivers on on the field cuz he likes to move quickly and then the, then it's also like every play looks the same and i like i kind of like demarcus robinson out there more um cuz he's you know a little bit. I think he's just more. Well, he's just he's more seasoned as a as a pass catcher and as a route runner, and yeah,
0: uh, you know. So, um, I think it, I think it gives you more versatility too. Yeah. You exactly. You size and and everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. So and then I just want to I want to see a, another solid game from from Kyron Williams. Um, is this is this going to be the the ground and pound team? You know, the 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 less glitzy and glamorous. Uh, uh, version of, uh, of the Rams. So, uh, yeah, I think that's where I'm at.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I second all that. I love seeing DeMarcus Robinson start getting more play. I hope that continues. Uh, we talked in the preseason about how he was kind of our dark horse receiver of like could really make some special things happen just based on his, his experience and, you know, KC with Pat Mahomes and, you know, consistently getting in that 400, 500 yard range and early season just was not used at all. And even with Cooper Cup out, it was like, okay, well, they have DeMarcus Robinson. <laughs> he still wasn't used at all. And that's you know what obviously aided in Puka Nakua lighting the world on fire. But it's been nice seeing him now later, even with everyone kind of healthy at the receiver position anyway, um, getting more use and getting more targets for Matthew Stafford. And you can see the versatility now because a lot of people, us included, talked about how Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup are similar in terms of, you know, their route tree, similar in terms of if they're going to line up inside or outside, similar in terms of speed and all that stuff. We even talked at the draft when they drafted Nakua. I was like, oh, I love this pick. He reminds me of a poor man's Cooper Cup in a way. And, and so Robinson was that different versatile receiver that gave them different options. And now we're seeing them utilize that. So the, the likens of those two guys, Demarcus Robinson and then Tutu Atwell as your true burner. I mean, they have a little bit of everything at all four of those spots, which I think is great. The one I want to see get utilized again, like I love seeing Davis Allen kind of have his coming out. Obviously had that one drop late in the game, but had the touchdown 50 plus yards receiving this offense in general, whether it's McVay's play calling, whether it's Stafford's, uh, who he kind of leans on, but it's like, they'll, they'll go to the tight end, the tight end. Well, for sometimes it feels like three or four plays on two possessions and then never look that way again. So I'd love to see a heavy dose of Davis Allen. Um, if he, if he is kind of the the main caller, depending on Higby's health as we get closer to the game. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was fun to see him get going and it just adds another element to this offense. So against this Commanders team, that'd be a good one. I think to, to see him get more run and get more experience uh, with this team.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he struggled a bit in the blocking game uh, in the first game, but it's his first game. So it, it will yeah. be nice to see kind of a second, second bite at the apple. Um, and um, you know it would be nice to see kind of another like a lineage for that position as well as we've we've talked about as you know Tyler Higby seems to be getting banged up and seems to his play is been inconsistent, I guess is probably the best yeah. way to put that. So yeah, but I you know this is this is the kind of game that you just want to see points get scored on the board and they move the ball just kind of with impunity and um you know you just spread it around and and share the love and you know everybody gets everybody gets to take home a, a prize from this birthday party.
0: Hundred percent, love that. So uh, let's wrap up with the defense quickly. Anyone on defense, you're kind of you know they they do like you said have some weapons. Terry McLaurin is you know one of the best receivers in football. Um, they've got some other speed guys out there. Their backfield can run the ball when needed. So, who are you looking for on defense to kind of help shut this offense down and give this Rams hopefully a very substantial win?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go back to the the, the, the front line. I you know love to see just another uh, uh, Kobe Turner game. Um, even 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 more so. Take the next step. You know you know, beat out the old man, Aaron Donald for a game, you know, get more pressures than him. I think that would be fantastic to see. And I, you know, uh, I were, well, I'll switch to the secondary and Darian Kendrick, who's, um, you know, been picked on all season. Um, you know, people want to see him benched and, and he keeps, he keeps plugging away. He keeps being feisty. He keeps fighting and and clawing and earning his playing time. and, keeping himself in there, you know, whether he's the best guy out there or not, but you know, those, those, that's the kind of guy that can get beat by Terry McLaurin, you know? Yeah. So um, very experienced versus inexperienced, you know, hothead versus, you know, a a guy that just kind of shows up every game, even though he hasn't looked like it so much this year, but um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, those, those are my two guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Those are two good ones. I'll, I'll go with um, Jordan Fuller, who um, I think is a great player in this league. We've talked about one of the great Rams, one of the great safeties. Um, I've seen some people giving him some hate, like they want to see him go. I don't understand that at all. I mean, the dude has been a staple, I think, when he's healthy for this team. But last week in Baltimore was probably one of his, if not his worst game as a professional um in the nfl and you know had some tough tough tackling stuff obviously the the blown coverage on the i think it was the obj touchdown where he jumped in on the route and got burned deep um which you know i i try not to criticize too much on certain plays because you don't know the play call and exactly what is asked of the player but i think it's pretty safe to say you never ask your safety to jump a route and get burned deep so that was probably on him not the call and, uh, yeah, it did not look good. So I want to see Jordan Filler back bounce back game, whether it's in coverage, whether it's in tackling, whether it's in run support, whether it's some blitz packages. I know he doesn't blitz very often, but if they do anything off the edge um, with the safety blitz, it could be fun. So just a good rebound game from him. Obviously, he'll be tasked. You mentioned Darion Kendrick and Terry McLaurin, or whether it's a Keller Witherspoon on Cl- uh, McLaurin. They're going to need safety help over the top with him. Uh, and Curtis Samuel as well as another speed guy. So who are obviously your safeties are your, your last – line of defense and so usually that is jordan fuller klein of playing that center fielder position so making sure he doesn't jump any of those routes and let those guys get behind him so love to see him get a pick in this game i think that'd be amazing great bounce back but he's kind of my defender i'm keen in on to have a um hopefully a good performance and one that the rams need in order for them to you know win this game
1: well and i'll, I'll shout out one more guy uh just because I didn't do it on a recap show for the Ravens, but I just loved how Ernest Jones one played, oh, but also so how good. the Rams u- defense uh, used him uh, mm-hmm. as as a blitzer in, in some instances and, and rushing the quarterback rather than just kind of that you know uh, middle linebacker uh, general of the defense kind of of way. He was yeah. just involved in, in in so much. Obviously, you know, led the team in tackles. I'm sure. I. I, I could say that without a doubt, even checking the stat sheet, uh, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, just also kind of, you know, getting some play in other, in other ways. And he had, he had a lights out game. So um, I just love, I just love seeing him um, uh, do well. So I, I'm rooting for him and I'm, uh, I just want to see him used that way as well.
0: Oh yeah. I mean that, that stunt blints up the middle was so fun uh, yeah. to watch. And we, we saw stuff like that with, uh, Brandon Staley with like Troy Reader, like doing some stunt blitzes, that game where Troy Reader had like three sacks randomly from her back in 2020. Um, and we haven't seen a ton of those middle what backers. Was against the
1: man, or the, the football team, wasn't it? Had... I think he might be right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think you're right, actually. So so there we go. Perfect thing. Let's see Ernest Jones, a three sack game with stunt blitzes up the middle. Would love to see that. Um, all right. Let's get into score predictions, unless there's any other players you want to touch on. Nope. Let's do it. All right. Score prediction. Both of you and I both, unfortunately, had the Rams losing last week to the Ravens, which they did. We both had them covering, which they did. And you were so close as to one point off. I believe 37-31 was the final and you had Mm 37-32? Yep. All right. So let's see if we can get close again. What's your score prediction? Brought to you by BetOnline. Head the BetOnline.ag. Promo code BELIEVE gets you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Tell them the Ramskin he sent you. What is your score prediction, my friend?
1: I like him going over 30 points yet again. Fourth week in a row? I like that. So, uh, you know, they're not going to have to push it. I'm going to go 30. They score 31 points yet again. Um, and the 6.5, I still think that's... Borderline slander, uh mm-hmm. libel, whatever it is in print or in words. Um, it's it's not it's not gonna be that close ever. And I, I think uh, seventeen points is the maximum they're gonna score. That's what I'm gonna go with.
0: 31-17. 31-17, Like it. I was gonna say the same thing. They've scored 30 plus points in three straight games, two of those being against the top two defenses in football. They're at home. I think they hit that 30 point again. I'm drinking a nice Mexican red out of a normal Water glass, because that's all we got here at the house. So on this nice um, Valle de Rojo, I'm gonna say 38 to 14, dominant performance. Rams get their big dominant win that we've been asking for. It's never close. They jump out from the get. They contain Washington and uh, get back to seven and seven and look out look like the playoff team that they are. They smash the six and a half point spread. Embarrassing. Come on, Vegas. <laughs> what are we doing here? With that, for Skinny T, I'm Ryan Doward. This is the Rams Skinny Podcast on the LA Football Network. Thank you all as always for hanging out. We're loving seeing the growth of the show. Please, as I said before, if you haven't already, please like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. If you're on the website, LFPnetwork.com. Thank you as always for checking us out. If you're not there, head there for all of our Rams coverage. Uh, not just this podcast. we got plenty of editorial and obviously all of our social stuff. Um, and if you're on podcast platform, Apple, Spotify, just look up the Rams skinny and hit that subscribe button as well. We appreciate it. Socials, LAFB network are all the main ones or Rams underscore LAFB. If you want just Rams, we're easy to find. Ryan L. Anderson, LAFB. Ryan Dyer at LAFB. It's the LAFB family. It's the Christmas season. My friend, thank you for the time. Thank you for the expert analysis. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back. After the weekend, to recap what should be a big, big win for this Rams team, everyone enjoy it. Be well, be safe. Enjoy the weekend. Talk to you on Monday.